Father, thank you for all that you've done. Thank you for the anointing, your grace, and your favor. Thank you for your precious word and your people. Bless our time together. Thank you for keeping us in the palm of your hand. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen and amen. Greet somebody. Wonderful to be in the house of God this morning. Everybody online, good morning to you. It's great to be home. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen, and amen. Oh man, everything about my spirit. Anytime the enemy tries to, you know, contain us. I mean, you've got to just find the grace and find the strength to break out of this thing. Do you know that I walked through New York and every other place with no pain in my body? No pain. Means nothing to you, but it means everything to me. And I'm so grateful to the Lord. So, so grateful. We met some tremendous people on the other side. Um, we started getting involved in farming while we are on the other side. Dad, 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 you're talking too much. Okay, let's get into the word. I'm just letting you know that the kingdom is real. Ezekiel chapter 47. I'm starting a new series this morning. And I want you to, maybe just for one or two weeks, just preach on something called Stay in the Flow. Ezekiel chapter 47. Look at your neighbor and say, Stay in the Flow. Say it one more time. Say, Stay in the Flow. Now say it like you ate something this morning. Say, Stay in the Flow. No, no, no. You know when you speak to the dog and the dog says, No, go inside. You know, go outside. Come on. Come on, Rex. Come on, Rex. And Rex not listening to you. You say, get out. Then Rex moves. It's the time you say, stay in the flow. Amen. Ezekiel is your prophet. And he's looking at something that the Spirit of the Lord is showing him. And he says, then he brought me back to the door of the temple. And there was water. Every ministry should have the anointing. It's called the water. It's the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God. Every ministry should have it, and it should be flowing strong. Everybody shout, stay in the flow. And there was water flowing from under the threshold of the temple toward the east. For the front of the temple faced east. The water was flowing from under the right side of the temple, south of the altar. He brought me, so the Spirit of God is showing the prophet Ezekiel, he brought me out by way of the north gate. No, it wasn't at north gate. And led me around on the outside to the outer gateway that faces east. And there was more anointing flowing. There was water, more water running out on the right side. And when the man went out to the east with the line in his hand, he measured 1,000 cubits and he brought me through the waters. You've got to come through the anointing. Somebody with me? You've got to have an anointing for where we're going. The anointing must increase upon your life. The anointing can increase upon your life. 
and he brought me through the waters. I had to tell the Americans last week, it's not water, it's water. It's a tea. The water came up to my ankles. There's levels that you must grow in the anointing. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. John 10, 10. He's after, the Bible speaks about many antichrists. The antichrist spirits, or spirit, is anti the anointing. It's anti the water that flows in the temple. The devil don't mind you coming to church as long as you don't get the anointing. And when the man went out, um, he measured... 1,000 brought me through the waters. The water came up to my knees. Ankles, knees. Again, he measured 1,000 and brought me through. The water, this anointing, came to a whole brand new level. Is around my waist. Again, he measured 1,000. Please, on verse 5. Again, he measured 1,000. It was a river that I could not cross. So ankles, knees, waist, now I'm standing at a place, a threshold. It was a river. I'm starting to see something. He's measuring one more time. It's another thousand, but he says, this one, it was a river that I could not cross. For the water was too deep. Water in which one must swim. Tell your neighbor, you must get swimming lessons in this season. Amen. A river that could not be crossed. You can't walk here. You can't walk in this. This you must learn how to swim. Verse 6 says, He said to me, Son of man, have you seen this? Then he brought me and returned me to the bank of the river. So he moves from a couple of places. One, he starts to speak about the sanctuaries, of course, speaking about the anointing. He's speaking about the levels rising. And he's seeing a man and he's measuring him through the anointing. And then he shows him a river and he says, this river, you can't cross, you have to swim in it. Then he takes him outside of the sanctuary and he begins to show him what happens in this river. Where does this anointing go to? He said to me, son of man, please go back to verse 6. Have you seen this? And he brought me and returned me to the bank of the river. And he said to me, Son of man, have you seen this? Oh, I did say that. Verse, verse 7 now. When I returned there along the bank of the river. So he's now watching not the world system. He's watching a kingdom system in operation. Were very many trees on one side and the other. Very many trees. Then he said to me, This water from the sanctuary flows toward the eastern region, goes down into the valley, and enters the sea. When it reaches the sea, its waters are healed. And it shall be that every living thing that moves, not that stands still. This is not a message for religious people. We like your hat, but religion is not going to help you. 
Because these are kingdom waters. It's called the anointing. Wherever the rivers go, will live. Everything that comes out of God is productive. There will be very great multitude of fish because these waters go there. The kingdom waters will go there. It will go into business. It will go into government. It will go into media. It will go into arts and entertainment. It goes into education. It goes into the family mountain. It goes there. Kingdom waters. For they will be healed. That means I don't go into the education system and the education system stays the same. When, my, when the anointing goes there, that place changes. I don't become like it. It becomes like me. For they will be healed and everything, everything, everybody shout everything. And everything will live wherever the river goes. We're speaking about the river. Verse 10. Verse 10. It shall be that fishermen shall stand by it. Their fish will be for the same kinds as the fish of the great sea, exceedingly many. Verse 11. But it swamps and marshes, marshes will not be healed. They'll be given over to salt. Along the bank of the river on this side and that will grow all kinds of trees used for food. Their leaves will not wither and their fruit will not fail. Your business will not fail. I'm going to say it one more time. Your business will not fail. They will bear fruit every month. Your days of broke are over. Because their water flows from the sanctuary. Their fruit will be for food and their leaves for medicine. Father, help me this morning in Jesus' mighty name. So let's get into some work a bit this morning so that I want to pray for some people. I want to pray for our, the next gen coming through and even for everybody to get involved in the kingdom flow, that you come into what God has got for you and your family. So I want you to see the difference between the church and the kingdom. Ezekiel is showing us here that there's a difference between the sanctuary and the world. The church and the kingdom. The church is not the kingdom. I please want you to put in your spirit. I want to stop a little there and put this in and help you understand that the church is not the kingdom level because your the water the anointing must give you understanding the bible remember peter came to this man he was sitting at the gate beautiful and he was lame from his mother's womb from from birth and he wanted something from from peter he put out his hands he, he looked for arms and he got legs silver and gold i don't have that which i have i give unto you in the name of jesus rise up and walk it's an anointing for your ankles because we all came out of, into this earth with spiritual lameness. We could not walk by ourselves. So you need an anointing. You need somebody to preach the gospel to you. 
You need the power of God's kingdom to come upon you. You need the power and the anointing because I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. So you need the gospel preached to you because you need the anointing for your legs, for your ankles. And he measures this man. And what's he doing? He's dealing with him in the church. This is why you are here. You come to the church because the anointing is the power of God, the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God. This is not by power. Zechariah chapter, I think is verse 4, verse 6. This is not by power, nor by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. 4, verse 6. This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. So everything that God's going to do through your life is through the anointing. So don't ignore the fact that you need an anointing, the anointing of God upon your life, wherever you go. And in the church, um, the vision is not the most important thing. The anointing is. You do whatever it takes to protect the anointing of God in the house. Because if there's no anointing, I just got good motivational talk for you. Because the power of God is what you need. Dr. Winston said this, as I thought it was really important. The first day we got there, and he was preaching, he says the wealth gap between the rich and poor has become larger. He says, you don't close the wealth gap through money. You close it through power. He gives you power to get wealth. Are you with me? And so if you've got no anointing, you can get all the money, but you can't multiply it. You need an anointing. You need the power of God upon your life to not to break the curse of poverty. Poverty is a curse, man. Come on, somebody say amen. Poverty is a curse. You must treat poverty like you treat, like you treat sickness, like a disease. You must treat it the same way. You'll never be broke another day in your life. I am telling you, money answers things. I went to the other side and people say, so how, it's like years cash, man. How are you going to stay in this hotel? Years cash and dollars. Come on, somebody. And they gave me grief until I opened up my purse and say, shut up, man. You want to be get paid? Not, not with the card. Yes, cash. And oh, oh yes, sir. I mean, you, I asked the woman on the flight. I said, tell me how many business class tickets is on the flight. She says on the, on the, on the, on the, on the bus, they're about 96. Every one of them is about 100,000 rand. Don't get nervous now. Don't, don't trip. Don't trip. Don't trip. Don't trip. And the people sit differently. And they treat you different in business class. Because of money. We're going we're gonna to drive out the unbelief. Because the power of God is what you need to break this thing. It's a spiritual force that's keeping you broke. You don't need another job. You need the anointing. You need the anointing to rise upon you so that you can stand in your God-given right and authority and say, I am the righteousness of God and the favor of the Lord is upon my life. Wherever I walk, wherever I go, there's an anointing to break this yoke. Come on, shout amen in this church. Because somebody's going to get a fresh anointing in this place. 
your levels must increase because you must go from the fact that I know I'm the righteousness of God I stand before God with no sense of inferiority I'm bold I'm courageous you better get it right here because when they're standing there and tell you you can't enter into this place you're gonna have to release angels and say angels you are on assignment now I send you and you deal with these people now if you fetch me the supervisors supervisors supervisor then they must come stand here and give me the okay because I'm not backing down from my assignment everybody said amen Stop playing with the anointing. Your degree don't get you to walk through those doors. It's the anointing. Oh God, I'm ahead of myself. You need to understand the power of God's anointing. It comes from the sanctuary. We're still measuring the man. We're measuring the man. Why? Because of Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26. I'm telling you, we're going to preach this thing until my sons and daughters begin to know who they are and when we walk together through those doors uh, I say I'm not alone uh, I've got sons and daughters with me we're all coming in shout we're coming in let me give you revelation let us make man in our image and in our likeness two things one image has got to do with your class Two has got to do with likeness. Likeness has got to do with your function. So when he speaks to Ezekiel, he's first got to measure the man to fix his image. Before the man can function in the, uh, in the kingdom. You seeing that? Don't miss it. Image and likeness. If you don't get the image right, you can't function in the kingdom. So I've got to fix the image of the man. That's why Jesus, when he got baptized, this is my beloved son, image fixed. Now we can perform miracles and turn water into wine. Get it in your spirit. Because Ezekiel is seeing the same thing. He's seeing first a man in the sanctuary. He's finding waters rising, but he's measuring this man through the anointing. He's saying this man knows who he is because he's about to function in kingdom waters but we've first got to make sure that he understands he's the righteousness of God. He needs to understand that when he prays, his knees gets wet because it's the fervent prayer of the righteous that avails much. He knows that when he stands and prays uh, and God wants him to function in kingdom waters, uh, he needs to understand I need to know how to pray. The third level he measures again, it comes up to his waist. What is that? That's your reproductive organs. So, we've been working on our embassy and project and website. And I sat before the business council, the head that goes and teaches or fetches money in the United States. And I presented my stuff. She's a South African based there for 25 years. Her name is Magda Oerdendal. She said, Dr. Max, you've been faithful, man. Took me a, a decade to present and stand before this woman. She says, there's nothing more for you to do. Let's get involved in your project. 
let's make your stuff work we're backing you come on you got a backing all the way from the united states you got friends and family that believe in you that believe in the vision where did it come from it came from my loins you must bring something to the table you must be productive on a level they must see what you produced where did it start in the sanctuary it was on our knees it was fasting and praying because it's in the church it's in the sanctuary because the church is not the kingdom the church is just the vehicle through which the kingdom moves the kingdom touches the globe the church is here let me let me let me give you more Ephesians chapter 4 I think it is and he himself gave some to be apostles only some to be prophets he gave only some to be evangelists he gave only some to be pastors and teachers but what about the rest I'm in the sanctuary this is what I've been called to do I'm here to make sure that the anointing of God flows to your life and into the nations so I'm here because of you and for you and my job in in your life is to measure you through what through the anointing why for the equipping we are here for this reason for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ till we all come to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man until that man can stand up straight and we can measure you we say this person knows how to behave in the sanctuary this person knows and understands the power of prayer knows that they are the righteousness of God knows how to produce things by the Spirit of God they are fruitful to the measure of the stature stature of the fullness of Christ my children for whom I labor until Christ be formed on the inside of you until the anointing begins to flow through your life until you begin to understand that the devil can't stop you in your destiny can't stop you from your purpose can't stop you from becoming what God has called you to be then we bring you to the place of where the water increases so much the flow it now begins to flow outside of the sanctuary and into the nations this is an apostolic center it is the, the word apostle means sent one that means I don't get sent alone I'm gonna, I'm gonna preach until that unbelief breaks from your life because You are 
I teach what I know, but I impart who I am. So, you can watch people preach about the apostles and apostolic and we got apostolic and apostolic and we can preach about it. You need to see what's in the spirit of the man. Can my spirit produce it? Because you don't just catch what I hear, what I'm preaching. We understand, we teach what we know, but we impart who we are. You know, we were taught this at Bible college. You can have mumps and preach chicken pox, but the people will catch mumps because it's your spirit. Are you getting it? So don't just listen when you're listening to people. It's not just what's in their heads and they know they've got all the knowledge. The question is, what are you doing? Can your spirit take us there? Because it's called the anointing. And you can't fake it. It's, it, it either is or it isn't. And so when you come into this house, it's not just the apostle who stands here. It's the people who also congregate here. Tell your neighbor, you're going to have to get swimming lessons in this place. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're never going to stay. You, 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 listen to me. You, you're not going to go back to Umshlanga. You're going to get some swimming in some waters. Uh, someone's going to go to Rome a little bit. Come on. Someone's going to go and, and float somewhere else. Come on, somebody. Here's what I've discovered about water. I'm here as your apostle to equip you, to train you, to give you of my spirit. To tell you that the opportunities and for your family and for your home and for your destiny, it's in this house. Your children will live in this place. Why? Wherever this water goes, everything it touches lives. I said everything we touch, it must live. Your business must live. Your family must live. Your children must live. There's an anointing. Your gift must move. You will not remain still in this place. You will not remain the same in this place. You know, I, I, I'm watching like, we would have the students come here and stay with us. And some could swim and others couldn't. And you'd watch, you know, maybe you know, the children come here, Izo or, or, or the like, Izo swimming in, a, in a, some gala this morning. And there's he diving in and then it's backstroke. And then it's under, then it's over. And you got others standing like on solid ground. The water's here. And they're going. <laughs> what others are enjoying, others are struggling to even stand in. Because the church is not the kingdom. Separate them. The kingdom has got all your money, it's got all your opportunity. It's God. It is real. It is where God's taking you and your family. Is that you become fruitful? That when you get into this river, there's trees on this side and on that side. There's money every month. There's healing every day. There's a breakthrough on this side. There's a breakthrough on that side. Because these rivers, this water goes there. Uh. 
Let me say this to somebody this morning. I'm dealing with staying in the flow. It's a word in my spirit as I was traveling all the time. This word for you, to stay in the flow. Don't get out of the flow with God. The devil comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. What does the devil want? He either wants you to gain, to move from the sanctuary. What's he after? He's after the anointing. Because he's got no answer for the anointing. He wants you to go and make it up out, outside without the anointing. I mean, you still love the Lord and you're still going to heaven. But you are struggling and toiling outside of kingdom waters. You're not moving with God. You're stressing, you're toiling. You're making, trying to make things work all on your own. No, there's an anointing that breaks yokes and lifts burdens and makes it easy. I had people come to me the whole week. Please, I need to take you for lunch. You and your family. I'm sorry, I can't make it. I've got this meeting. Okay, can we do it tomorrow, please? I had people so into your project in the United States already. I had people give clothing and, and books. And I'm on, on a radio station with a million people. Can I? And recorded me six o'clock in the morning. Speak about your project, please, on my radio station. And tell them about what you're doing. The kind of anointing and the flow upon our lives. Can I, can I, can I just, uh, let, let, me, let me tell you something. That, uh, don't, don't get mad at me. Just understand that the anointing brought us there. My degree didn't take me there. I don't care how degreed you are. You need to have the anointing of God upon your life because these waters will take you to places your degree cannot give you. The doors that will open for you and your family. It's only the, the devil will stop you. You need an anointing three days in the conference a gentleman comes to me says I've been working here for 18 years sir I don't know you but as you walk through these doors I felt the anointing shift in this place I'm not boasting on me I'm telling you what the anointing, the anointing will open up doors and get God's people's attention. Because you see, you can't ignore the anointing. The anointing makes you famous and distinguished. He says, I will, this is, oh man, the revelation this week. Listen to me, God, God doesn't bless Dr. Max. God didn't say, I'll make Apostle Max great. He said, I will make your name great. My name is Maxwell Benjamin Hollander. And whenever I walk into a place, uh, there are kind innkeepers upon our lives. Doors must open to us. Come on, shout an amen. Because I don't allow anybody to mess with my anointing. Getting onto the flight and Pastor Z needed some, something to eat. She and Taz went to get something to drink. And this girl keeps on coming past her. I said, honey, no, I never spoke to her. No, I didn't speak to her. I'm thinking, I'm 60 years old. Who wants to start drama all over again? I mean, you can keep it, honey. 
You can keep it. The anointing makes me look like I'm 42. So, so I, don't, I, I don't say a thing to Pastor Z until we're in the flight and we landed. I say, there is this girl that's flirting with me. Who? Where? Where? I said, too late, honey. We landed. She's gone left. I've gone right. Because I knew Pastor Z was like, yeah. I helped the Americans say this last week. It's called the anointing. Because the anointing makes you look better than what you are. Come on, somebody. The anointing will make you look younger than what you are. It's the power of God upon your life. No wonder Sarah's 85. And the king say, hey, bring that kale here. Look at your neighbor and say, I see you're getting older. But you're not aging. Amen. It's called the anointing. Here's what I'm trying to get you this morning. And uh, when, when you come into the sanctuary, the devil wants you out of the anointing. Forget church. Oh, the church wants money. But shut up. The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He's after one thing only. He wants to make you look ordinary. Because with the, without the anointing, you must stand in queues like everybody else. Without the anointing, you must go and do your own thing. And go and stand in long queues. No, 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 no. You, you, they, they came to fetch me with one car at home. I'm like, we three, and I told you it gives me a, bring me a, a bigger car. So we're halfway through, four ways, another car pulls up, and we now can share the load. And, you know, and these two cars, because now we're late in the traffic. And the next one, they call us away. No, we're standing right here at the reception. And, and, and please give us, come, bring them straight here. We, we got, we, we're going to usher them in. I mean like real ambassadors. Grabbing our bags. And, no, no, get out of the way. Get out of the way. These people need to move forward, please. I said, yes, man. Respect the anointing. Respect the power of God. Come on. You do everything to protect the anointing of God upon your life. Because you see, you're not just, you're, you're not just, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me for you. The Spirit of the Lord is in me for me. So I, like a bottle, would be in the ocean. The bottle's in the ocean, but the ocean's also in the bottle. An empty bottle I'm talking about. When you come into this river, you're not just in the river. The river's in you. So you begin to flow with the river. The, the only thing I've got for anybody is the anointing. I don't allow anybody to disrespect and dishonor the anointing of God upon my life. Because I know there's money on me. I know there's breakthrough and answers on me. When I sit around the boardroom tables, sitting in the meetings in Chicago, sitting around and say, what do you say, Dr. Max, about this thing? So we're gonna, I'm, I'm going to solve, solve it like this for you. I'll fix it like this for you. I'll make this thing work for you. We're taking that, we're documenting it. We'll see you in December. Why? Where, where did that come from? It came from the anointing, not my degree, not my books, uh, not my good looks. Uh, it comes from the anointing. Come on, somebody. 
come on, come on. You need the anointing. You need it not only on your ankles. You need it on your knees. You need it on your waist. And then you need to learn how to swim. So hear me. God is not protecting you. God is watching over His Word to perform it. He's not watching over you. He's watching over His Word. If you stay in His Word, His Word will watch over you. You're not that special. I'm not. I just got the Word. God is not building you. He's building His church. And if you disconnect from His church, what are you going to do with your life in the world? You're offended and you jumped out of the water. You just, you never just left the church. You left the anointing. Now listen to me. I'm not saying we don't the church is anointed. I'm saying to you, every church has got their anointing. And everybody's got their assignment. My assignment is to raise up sons and daughters that know how to swim in kingdom waters. I don't need. This wasn't to brag about anything. I'm on assignment. And so the provision, the protection, the building up is for my assignment in the earth. Come on, somebody, help me preach. God is not healing you. He sent His Word to heal you. If you stay in His Word, His Word has healing power. God is not giving you money. If you stay in His kingdom, the principles has the power to give you wealth. He's able to keep you and present you faultless. Keep you from stumbling and present, present you faultless before His presence. But you must stay in the anointing, in the water. You must stay in the flow. If not, all you do is, you get out. The Bible says, those that don't want to be healed, they get become swampy. They, be, they become smelly. Have you ever met the smelly Christian? I know there's none in this church. But they're angry about everything. I mean, they stalk us on social media to watch your next move. Oh no, I, I remember what he did to me when I was there in the church. And it was, you know, the church is 18 years old. T.D. Jake said this and I thought it was, I'm keeping this one. I refuse to be defined by the way you met me. I've, I've learned how to swim, honey. I've learned how to get into kingdom waters. There was one stage when you got offended with me and the church was growing and we didn't know who we were and we made mistakes but because we refused to get out of the flow with God those people got offended and got out they're standing still the water keeps moving come on the church is still moving we're still flowing with God we're still going to the next level I'm offended and I'm mad we keep swimming baby Come on, tell your neighbor, keep swimming. We know there's some things we lost along the way, but keep swimming. Come on, tell your neighbor, keep swimming. The problem with most people is this. And, um, let me give you another one. When you get into this river, so this river is for the nations, it's for the kingdom of God. You need to understand kingdom so that you can swim these waters. And you need to understand that if you get out of these waters, you also got out of the anointing. 
The anointing is so powerful. There are two kinds of lovers. The one kind of lover that you have, when they break up, the guy says, I bought you that dress. I bought you that ring. I gave you a deposit for the car. And I bought that furniture. And I'm going to take you to Judge Judy to get all my stuff back. You need to give me my stuff. That's the one kind of lover. There's another kind of lover that bought you a ring, gave you a deposit for your house, bought your car cash, opened up a door for you and said, please make a way for my girlfriend. She needs a job and you got answers and, and things began to flow for you because of that. And you break up with him. There's a kind of lover that says you get to keep it. Which lover do you believe God is? Romans chapter, I think it's 13 or 11. Let me show you the kind of lover that God is. What did I say? You got Romans chapter, I gave you a scripture this morning. 11.29. Watch God. For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. That means at one stage you were involved in the church, you were involved in the anointing, you got involved in, in God's flow, and God started blessing you, blessing you with business, blessing you with cars, blessing and opening up doors for you. You decide to break up with God and His church. What does God do? He doesn't take it back. You think you're blessed. You think, oh, now i got a car. Oh, now i got a job. God says, keep it. Because I got a fresh river flowing. And whoever's with me, I will continue to add new cars. I will give you new business class tickets. I'll send you across the globe while they're holding on to their stuff. You're swimming with God on the new level. Come on, somebody. Because when you get into the kingdom of God, the number one thing in the water, what happens in the water? You can't afford to keep things on you in the water. The weight and the sin that so easily says, the Bible says, throw them off. Anybody that is swimming, and especially if you're swimming for life, you want to take the pants off, your, your cap goes, and the glasses are gone, and the cell phone is like, we don't even care about that. We'll replace the cell phone. It's weighing you down. You've got to let it go. Why? Because you're in the river. Here's what I discovered about the river. Can I wrap this thing up? Holy Ghost is going to help me. So I just went a bit of a study and just found the difference between swimming in a pool and swimming in the river. The one guy said, lifeguards is your key thing. Not many in open water and with rivers. Swimming pools, mainly, especially public ones, have got lifeguards. So you get trained up. This is the sanctuary. There is a measured place. There is a place that God would bring you into this place and keep you safe in a way, train you up and develop you so you can learn how to walk through these waters, how to stand in these waters. But then God must prepare you to swim in the river. The big difference between swimming in your swimming pool and swimming in a river is nerves. Because you don't know what lurks underneath. 
mainly. I'm not talking about clear water. I'm talking about... Here's another one. Swimming in, in the open water lead to all sorts of unexpected feelings that can put the swimmer on edge. Fish, snakes, murky waters, plants, debris, lots of other monsters of the mind loom large. Because right now you're thinking, can this be me? But God's no respecter of persons. Mine is to equip you to swim these waters. I've got to tell you, you're going to deal with your mind. Come and say, I have a sound mind. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't let your mind, your mind's got no business dealing with what the Spirit of God told you. When you get into the anointing, these waters will go there. Spotting things in the horizon and the like. In a, in a swimming pool, it's not. A, a, a swimming pool is safe. The thing about a swimming pool is that its entry and even its exit is a safe place. You can say, no, 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 child. That's too deep over there. This is the shallow side. Those are for children. It's measured. We can help you develop your ability, ability here in the house. Say, no, 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 serve here. No, no, leave that attitude. No, 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 stop the way you're doing what you're doing. What is God training you for? He's training you for the river. Is somebody with me this morning? Because even the water temperature in the pool, normally it's warm. In a river, not. It's usually much colder. This river, normally rivers, you, you know, there's no entry point. But this river we're talking about has an entry point. It's called the sanctuary. It's called the church. It's where we fix your image. It's where we begin to develop you for the kingdom of God. It's where we train you how to serve and to be faithful. Here's the thing about the kingdom of God. Here's the thing about the kingdom of God. Hmm. Gotta help me here, Holy Ghost. The king, the church is your training ground. It's the place where we train you and develop you in kingdom assignment. Come on, Pastor Max, you gotta finish. Here's what's important, and we need to end. The church is a safe place for your kingdom or your, your gift development, your character development. You haven't seen the kind of resources yet that's available to you in the church. You sow here, you reap in the world. The kingdom is a place of exposure. Please type that out. Tweet that. The kingdom is designed in such a way that everything about you gets exposed. Now, if you are faithful here, it's going to expose your faithfulness there. If you are stingy here, it's going to expose your stinginess there. If you are a liar here, it's going to make you a bigger liar in the kingdom of God. Because the kingdom was designed to bring the fruit of who you are for the world to see. Is somebody with me? If you cannot handle things in the house of God, listen to me, if you can't even speak to your brothers and sisters in the church, how are you going to handle it when we send you into kingdom waters? 
if you're messing around in the church how much more will it be when nobody's watching you in New York you're quiet this morning because money is an amplifier for every rand you get for, for every dollar you get 18 rand your little one year Everything multiplies on the other side. Money is an amplifier. If you are a cheater here, if you are greedy here, if you are unfaithful here, let me give you scripture so that you can understand what I am saying. In Luke chapter 16 and verse 10, the kingdom waters are designed to expose you. If you've been faithful with your gift here, wouldn't you want your gift to be exposed in the kingdom? No, no, I mean, I'm struggling with the church to respond in this moment. Would you want who you are right now to be exposed in the kingdom waters? Can you honestly say that what I'm doing right now and the way I treat people and the way I serve God in the house and the way I give in the house and the way I, I honor in the house can you really say you want that thing to be exposed? I mean, if you're faithful, then good. But I'm not going to put my name to you if you aren't faithful here. And say, please, go in this, this man, you can... I'm, I'm not putting my... my I, I, I'm not putting my name. We, we are not connected. Because you're not, gonna, you're not going to go and embarrass me on the other side. Because in the kingdom of God, somebody must authorize you. Somebody in the kingdom is there to say, hey, oh, you know, you're swimming kingdom waters and you're pulling people down and talking about people, that's all you do. How are you going to survive in kingdom waters? You can't serve your one for two hours on a Sunday. How are you going to serve there and stand in that place and go to every service morning, afternoon, night, and stay in a place and go from one meeting to the next and put your presentations and then they take you out for dinner and I'm like, I can't eat so much. It's like 12 o'clock, I've got to get home. I'm preaching in the morning and I sleep for two hours and I wake up at three o'clock and I'm finishing off my sermon because I need to preach something that I need to have Sunday morning. And eight o'clock, quarter past eight, the, 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 the transportation picks us up and I'm preaching a word and we go then for lunch and I'm falling off asleep in the car because they want to take us to go and see the studios and you can bring, we can make movies over here and we can do this over there and they're bringing you into kingdom waters and I'm half asleep and I'm like, God, you're going to help me. I mean, getting home, I just want to fall asleep. But if we are in kingdom waters, you can't serve for two hours. What are you going to do there? You get offended here for nonsense. How are we going to deal with you that side? He who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. Who is dealing with you. This is, this is the, the church and the waters go out. So if you're unfaithful here, how can God trust you with the bigger stuff? And he who is unjust in what is least is also unjust in much. Verse 11. Therefore, if you've not been faithful in unrighteous mammon, you've not been faithful with money, You've not been faithful with the money God puts in your hands. Who will commit to your trust the true riches? What is that? That's the anointing. You don't need more money. You need more anointing. 
That's true riches. The anointing opens doors. The anointing lifts burdens. You need to guard the anointing in this house. You need to stay in the flow with God. You can't get offended. You can't get mad. You can't get bitter. You can't get angry. Because what are you going to do when we send you out on kingdom waters? If you have not been faithful in what is another man's, God gives you a church. And He gives you apostles and prophets and pastors and teachers and evangelists. He gives you to equip you. Why? To give you your own. If you've not been faithful in what is another man's, who will give you what is your own? How are you going to learn how to swim in kingdom waters? How are you going to develop your spirit and say, this is the way we speak when we go out? This is the way we treat other people when we leave? You can't forgive people here. You meet all kinds of people on the other side. There are people that I know from South Africa on the other side that, that treated me, that, that did our church in. Came to hug and love. Oh, we love you too. Don't kid yourself. You're in a season where you need to understand the importance of walking in love and forgiveness. Why? Your number one goal is to keep the anointing. I got to end, I got to end, I got to end. Job chapter 42. I've watched God do double for us in this season. And that same anointing, listen to me. Take the anointing. If God's doing it in through this apostle, it's not for a man. It's for the sanctuary. And the Lord restored Apostle Max's losses when he prayed for his friends. Indeed, the Lord gave Apostle Max twice as much as he had before. And everybody under the sound of my voice shouted, Amen. Tell your neighbors, stay in the flow, stay in the flow, stay in the flow. Job chapter 2 verse 9. So Job gets into trouble and God was bragging on him. And he gets into trouble. It's nine months and he's going through his season. A trial. And in the trial, Job's wife, she says, his wife said to him, do you still hold fast to your integrity? Are you still swimming these waters after all you've been through? Are you still going to stay with God? Are you still going to stay in his sanctuary? Are you still going to serve in his house? Are you still going to serve his people? Are you still going to sow? Are you still going to tithe? Are you still going to give your life? Are you still going to stay in this place? She says, do you still hold fast to your integrity? She says, curse God and die, man. Why don't you curse? You f- Listen to Job's response. He says, you're a stupid woman. But he said to her, you speak as one of the foolish women speaks. Shall we indeed accept good from God and shall we not accept adversity? In all this, Job did not sin with his lips. What did he do? He stayed in the flow. He knew that these rivers will take us there. He knew that God would restore double. 
He knew that God will bring him into his destiny. He refused to get offended. He knew that the anointing is the thing that he needed. He stayed in the house of God. He stayed with the flow of God. I don't care. COVID happened. The pandemic happened. And God said to our son, I'm sending a fresh wave of my blessing. Now get back into the river. Keep swimming, son. Don't get onto a victim seat. Just keep on swimming. I know they rejected you, but keep on swimming. I know they don't believe in you, but keep on swimming. Tell your neighbor, you got to keep on swimming. You got to stay in kingdom waters. You got to stay in these kingdom waters. There's an anointing to break every yoke. I've come to tell you today that the kingdom is real. I have come to tell somebody this morning that the kingdom is on the move. I've come to tell you that there is an anointing. If you're getting mad and gossiping and slandering other people, how can you be doing that while you're swimming? You try and swim and try and, I mean, for life and speak. Go and try it. I'm just swimming these waters. Oh, who does he think he is? Oh, God bless you. Watch my head. God bless you. Bye. You just stay in these kingdom waters. You're not supposed to get offended. The Bible says, when the spirit of the leader raises his head, the spirit of the leader raises, don't you leave your post. You need to stay in the flow with God. You need to make sure that you're staying in the flow with God. I've come back to tell you that there's big business on the other side. I'm going to preach to one person. There's big business on the other side, my daughter. I'm just training you to swim in kingdom waters. I'm taking my sons and daughters with me. Those that said, Lord, if you're going to use me, I'm going to learn how to swim. I'm taking my children with me. I'm going to teach. I know who I am. I know that we've come to a place in our lives where even the load shedding is stage six and they're after your candle even. And I've come to tell you that there's no load shedding on the other side. I've come to let somebody know that there's big business on the other side. I've come to tell somebody online, you need to stay in the flow. Listen to this apostle. The devil wants you out of the flow so he can capture your life. Job 36 verse 11 and 12. Let's end. Please read loud with me. One, two, let's go. If they obey and serve Him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. I did not write the Bible. I'm just following the river. I'm just staying in the river. This is God's pros uh, uh, promise for you and for your family. Just stay in the flow. Come on, somebody shout, stay in the flow. Say it loud. Say, stay in the flow. We'll continue to teach on Wednesday. Some people don't understand the kingdom. They just don't know how to swim. There are others at once had a good swim with God, then jumped out. 
got their stuff, got their marriage, got their thing. Now I've got to bring back. You remember how you, you, know, you go to Durban and mommy and dad said, please bring back water. Oh, it happened to you as well? Why did they do that? Now I go places. Now people say, don't forget me. You got to bring back water. You know what I mean? Bring me back. Just bring, bring me back a nail clipper with New York on. Bring me, bring me, bring me a, bring me a t-shirt. Why don't you get into the water yourself? I mean, like look at your look at your neighbor and say, "Why do you swim yourself?" I mean, God's no respecter of persons. Everybody that jumps into this river, everybody gets it. I mean, why don't you just learn how to swim? Why don't you learn how to get into the waters yourself? Why must it be that Apostle Max is like, you know, it, and, and, and no, God's no respecter. Please give me Acts chapter ten and verse thirty-two. I know my time's up. Acts chapter ten, verse thirty-two. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, "In truth, I perceive that God." has no favorites God shows no partiality next verse but in every nation whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him everybody gets it it's not for one man if anything I'm only trained to show you how to if anything I'm the only one that's I'm here my role and not for everybody, but for those that, that accept it. I'm here to open up doors for you. You, you. You're the youth and you're quiet. I've done all that I did just for you. Say amen. Are you a believer? Are you a believer? Stand to your feet. You're the youth. Stand to your feet. I'm taking you with me. Can you stir your spirit and say yes? Shout yes! Shout I'm going! Shout I'm going! Don't let the enemy stop you, we're going. I got some people that are in faith on the other side. Show me somebody I can take with me. Because I know this time, I'm not going alone. I'm taking some business people with me on the other side. I'm taking some educators with me. Where are you? We're going together. I've made a vow before God. We're going together. You will not just hear about it. You're going to experience it for yourself. Everybody shouted. Everybody shouted. Don't let the enemy rob you from this place. Because the water flows from here. You don't get it out in the world. It's in here.